tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to Rawr. join me as always, the man, the myth, the legend, X Xavier Guerrero. What's up? And then on the ones and twos, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you guys? Good, man. Good show today. Good show today. Good. Uh, we had Bobby Sausalito on, and uh, great guy. Uh, yes. You will be like Sam, let him talk at the beginning, and then we get a nice run. I, I come in guns a blazing, okay? Guns a blazing. And I'm going to make, I think this is the last time we talk Kanye ever. Really? Yeah. Uh, you sure? He, 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 he tends okay, to I can't say forever. Okay, let's just for now. Okay, for now. <laughs> He's going to do something that is going to need to be talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we can't see the screens up here. We haven't been okay. Able to. Guys, we got some shows coming up, some big shows, some big, big shows. Please go to samtriplee.com, check out my shows. This weekend, I'm going back to one of my favorite comedy clubs, the, the, the Comedy Club in Kansas City. It's one of my favorite places to play. Dustin is one of the best owners out there, one of the nicest guys. The crowds are great, and I'm excited to go. I got my boy, John Cheeser. So just go to samtriplee.com. Then I come back. And on the 16th, which is a Wednesday night, it's not up yet, Comedy Chaos is brought to you by our good friends at Absolute Extract. Go to AbsoluteExtract.com or ABX.org, I believe, and you can check them out. They're, uh, they're the ones who bring a, a ton of weed there. Uh, also, Speedweed does as well. But ABX and uh, the Farmer and the Felon, uh, they give away huge, huge amounts of of weed at our show and comedy chaos is the best. We got Liza Schlesinger, Tiffany Haddish, Orny Adams, Tony Rock, myself, and we have some more about to be added. Go grab your tickets right now. Uh, this will sell out fast. It's the number one show in the number one comedy club and, uh, and nothing's better. And then the following night I am in Huntington beach. Uh, that's November 17th, two shows. My good friend, uh, Xavier Guerrero and Eddie Bravo will be there. We're going to do stand-up. Then we're going to do a followed by a little bit of Swarm Tank. And that's going to be great. And then, I'm very excited. That Saturday, I am in I am in uh, Ventura with my good friend Jake Gallo and Zane Helberg. And we are at the HQ venue. We have stand-up at 7 p.m. And then I'm doing a very special rants and raves where I just go off for an hour ranting and raving, answering your questions. One is stand-up. The other one is just political ranting and raving. And I think I'm going to record that and put that out as content to, uh, on YouTube. We'll see. Are Who you knows? letting them like, ask questions? Just like Yeah, it's going to be Q&A, like, everything. Ready. Yeah, and don't come in with those five-minute questions either. Quick in yeah, and out. Yeah, quick questions. Sam, what is up with blah, blah, blah? <laughs> 
Bam, I answer him. <laughs> there we bang, go. Bang, bang, pow. Answering it. Go check that out. Then uh, we got Fresno and Calusa. Calusa on the website. More dates to come. I'm putting them up as I go. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, new Broken Sim just dropped. Yep. That just dropped. Uh, if you want to support the show, Great Way Sports Show is through our different uh, uh, Rockfin accounts. By the way, uh, Tim Fallhat, myself, uh, all the content we're putting out, I think we're number two biggest show on Rockfin, Ooh. the number two biggest show uh, after Jimmy Dore, and I think we'll pass him eventually because Rockfin's my focus. So you can listen to Tim Fallhat. You can listen to Zero, which is my spiritual podcast, putting out nothing but bangers. And then we got Conspiracy Social Club, which is the number one debate show between binary friends, my good friend, uh, Brian Callen, and myself, debate the topics we also have a great investment show uh called cash daddies and we have a patreon just go to patreon.com slash cash daddies and you can check it out there we go check all that anything else all right go check those out t-shirts are available at tim Hat t-shirts great way to support the show new shirts all the time if you have a t-shirt design send it to me if i like it i'll send you a hundred bucks that's how it goes anything else guys that's it that's all, yeah. Broken Sam, like we said, it was a good one. Check it out, Bobby. Oh, and we actually had a uh, one of the characters, one of the actors from Stranger Things on the latest. We don't smoke the same. What? So we asked a little bit of the uh, Montauk Project stuff. Montauk. Yeah. So if you're interested, go down that. Who was hole. it? Uh, the Pizza Guy. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, he cool, came cool. in. He was a cool actor. Was, oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, so it was fun. Go check that's that cool. one out. All yeah. right, man. Uh, enjoy this episode with Bobby Sasolito. We go deep, homeboy. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Here we go. Very excited to have this gentleman on. Uh, He's from Florida. He is a political commentator and internet personality. Uh, He's got a great Instagram called Take Naps, which I'm all about. Please welcome Bobby Sasolito. How are you, Bobby? I'm well, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, honor and a privilege. Glad you're on. Uh, we were chopping it up a little bit before you, uh, before the actual recording. So I'm very excited to get into some stuff with you. But before we do that, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where they can find you? So I'm a political commentator. I had a video go viral on Instagram in 2020. Um, and I decided to stop my web development business, which I had done for my entire adult life and start making political commentary videos about the economy, about politics and the clown world that we're living in. And um, now I started doing some stand up and I've about a, got about 300,000 followers across all my platforms. And you can find me at bobbysauce.com. Bobby Sauce is a great name. That's yeah. a great name. It's it's quality. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you got a lot of stuff you want to talk about. I want to get into this. Does anyone else like find that these vaccine commercials on television and on a radio are so hilarious with what they're saying? As we get all these Pfizer dumps and all this all this uh, CDC information comes out, and they're just basically lying to people. Yep. And it's just like I listen to these people, and they're like, you know, it's just fake. Uh, it's safe and effective. And it's like, if you want to go out and have fun, you got to get this booster. And it's like, I feel like I'm listening to a 30-year-old argue about why Santa's real. 
Yeah, I mean, are we talking about the vaccine or prep here, too? Well, That's the that way they talk about it. Like, oh, you can go live your life and just be a sloppy bottom wherever you want. It's so crazy, bro. <laughs> it's so crazy how Sports Center has a prep commercial every Sports Center. It's amazing. And it's just two dudes staring at each other going, bathroom, bathroom? <laughs> bathroom, bro? And, like, everyone's like, all right, we'll be right back with the highlights of uh, Tom Brady's major comeback. Are you looking for a bathroom action? He's the only guys you see on ESPN anymore, the guys in the prep commercials. It's amazing. ESPN's amazing because all they want to do is just convince you that women and gay men love talking sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, it's kind of crazy. So, Bobby, tomorrow, uh, do you have any thoughts on that, by the way? What, on the ESPN stuff or Just tomorrow? like uh, the, the, the COVID commercial still going. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's kind of, it's almost like it's the matrix. Once you start, once you know the truth and you see all these things, you just see how much clownery there actually is. And people actually believe that this stuff is right. People actually believe that celebrities care about them. They actually believe the stuff that they say on TV. It's, it's sad, really. <laughs> this guy, and there's no way he's real. First of all, if you have a Ukrainian flag in your bio, I don't think you're real. I don't think yeah. you're a real person. A no, yeah. I see Ukrainian flags on people's cars in L.A. I don't think they're real. NPCs? <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think they're just re remote-controlled dummies. Around, dude. But, uh, this one guy said, if it, like this is uh, uh, summarizing his his tweet basically saying if given the choice between covid and hiv i would take hiv i saw that no hesitation he's supposed to, he's, he claims to be like a chemist or something that guy he had the ukraine flag in his uh he had the ukraine flag in his profile he has to have that yeah it's a requirement he's the only one picking that right <laughs> there is nobody that would pick HIV over COVID. There's nobody. It's kind of crazy, man. I mean, and you're totally right, dude. So much of this stuff is just loose jacking done on purpose to rile up you and heighten your anxiety so you're easily manipulated, right? I mean, that's basically yes. it. Yeah, and then and then they just gaslight you about the, about the about the situation at hand, and they make and they, they're so sick in the head too because they'll make television commercials for children to convince the children to tell their parents how bad they want the vaccine. They're like, "Oh, did you have a heart attack at age eight? Do you have myocarditis? Good thing the good thing the doctors at this hospital helped me with my myocarditis. And also, by the way, go get your third booster shot so you can go to school and get taught how to be a, how to be a lemming employee." So, yeah. It's a good good time out there. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like what's going on and like how like your job as a parent is protect your child at all costs. All cost. If there's any danger at all, you pump the brakes, you stand in front of them, you take the bullets, you take whatever's coming at them so that they can grow into the best version of themselves. And the, the amount of virtual signaling through the, your children is unbelievable to me. To the point again, I wonder if it's real. Is it real? 
I mean, well, I, it's not your job any. It's not your job anymore to protect them. It's your job to validate their beliefs and take them to the doctor to cut their tits off so they can be a boy too, just like they think they are in their head. Meanwhile, Santa is real, and also you can be a boy if you just cut your tits off. And it's definitely not a demon at the hospital that's that's assisting in this procedure either. And then even in places like California, they're passing laws that basically say even if you come from another state and your parents don't validate don't validate your gender identity or what you believe in your head they can take you away and that already exists pretty much in canada as well so it's just a dark uh, it's just a dark time in history and i think it's quite sad that we're having this election and there's any debate which side aligns more with just general rational views of reality than the other side obviously not perfect but i don't even understand how there's a competition to be honest well, because the people that are voting for the 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 demonic side, and, and let's—I mean, if if we're talking the '80s, by the way, the, a lot of the Democrat, a lot of the Republicans were the demo, the demonic side. I mean, and then and in the 2000s, it, it it it's our it's not ours and D's. It's like Bush death cult, man. It's like satanic globalist death cult that has a lot of resonance in the Democratic Party. That's why it's yeah. like. And it's very interesting because, like, I tweeted this today. It's like, like, it's really crazy that ever since the fucking satanic globalists have lost their 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 grip on our hearts and mind, suddenly uh, no election can ever be finished on election night. This is a brand new phenomenon. Right, exactly. The entire state of Florida, which is the third most populous state in America, will finish the count and probably have the results out by nine, ten o'clock p.m. Yet, and other countries will will get all their votes tallied in the same day as well. Yet, we can't seem to figure out how to count paper mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania. It's, I'm sure it's not because they want to put John Fetter beef in there and install him so that he can be a, a mindless drone for the establishment. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's all above board. I completely and utterly agree on that. And so uh, I think like either it was this show or it was another one of our podcasts that we do, Johnny. We talked about how there was this poll out of Florida that the Democrat running for governor of Florida was leading by 10 points. Charlie Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, you, you do yourself no service by putting out that tweet because nobody believes it. Nobody, nobody believes it. He just said he just said on video a couple days ago that he would that he's going to wear a diaper on his face on the plane that he takes to Orlando and that he would be willing to follow the science and put diapers back on people's faces and force the and force the vaccine. It's like I don't even understand who this dude thinks his voter base is. But to think that this guy has a chance, I think, is laughable, kind of like everything else in uh, the entire world. I wish you guys could hear the commercials in Spanish. It's Double as bad. Oh, really? Because they, they like they expect us. They're telling us that we're the leaders to go make sure our parents get vaccinated. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah, because we're the ones that listen in English. We're the, we're the smart ones. They literally said you're the smart ones. You got to take care of your oh parents. Wow. So oh it's pretty like so. I, like it's it's a lot. A reason why a lot of Hispanics you speak still English. Learn. You're obviously the smart one. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I see it. When they tell you, like you're the one that's supposed to take your parents to go get vaccinated, they don't know anything about what they're reading the research they're lost like that's what Univision and Telemundo be like it's a whole different narrative because they they don't know they don't know they don't know English so they're they don't they're not assuming they're not telling you that the Mexican government's got it on point yeah 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 so they're like listen to the listen is to Mexico your kids. Pu- is this government Mexico pushing like 
the uh, vaccine. Vaccine hard. I have uh, I have family members that have flown in, not on vacation. To oh, get g- to get the oh. vaccine and go back home. No. <laughs> because they, they don't have enough in Mexico. If you got to, you technically got to have the vaccine to go to school and stuff, but they don't have enough to give to everybody. So if you're privileged and you can fly in here, get the vaccine at CVS, go back home, now you're fine in Mexico. I want to ask everybody a quick question. I'm going to go around the horn. Name the Republican governor candidate Wait, for no, Cal- California. Oh, no idea. Name them. Nope. No. How is that possible? <laughs> How is that possible that nobody in this room knows this guy's name? Yeah. How is it that's possible? A great, that's a great point. I thought the same thing myself. I think his name is Brian Daly, I believe. That's which, it. Yeah. Which makes me yeah. think how is a guy in Florida know the name over three dudes who live in the state? Right, exactly. That's a great point. It makes me wonder why people like Tucker and others haven't promoted him. It seems it seems strange to me. I, I that's unless you no understand chance. that Pelosi, the Browns, the Gettys have this shit on lockdown. Why yeah, is there two is. two Democrats running for mayor of Los Angeles? Not one Republican. Who's the black guy that was running that was Republican? <laughs> That they smeared all over was his oh, name? Oh, um, what's his face? That Call him ha- leader of the KKK shit. What's his name uh, that ran for the recall against him, the black guy? Oh, shit. I- yeah, why did he run again? Why didn't he have this guy on? What is that? He did pretty well, too. He, he did, yeah. Major? Larry Elder. Made- Larry, Larry Elder. Yeah. Uh, Larry Elder. Why isn't Larry, uh, Larry Elder anywhere? He ran for, gov- he ran for, yeah, for governor of California, not for Los Angeles. No, yeah, he ran for for that's the governor he, he, in the recall. Sorry, he jumped around, but that's what he's talking about—the recall election. Uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, for governor of uh, right, governor of California Newsom, yeah. against Newsom. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So the guy who got recalled—did he actually get recalled or he didn't get recalled? Well, I think it's—I think that's one of those terms like uh, like impeachment. You know, like it was a recall election, and he, you know, wasn't. You know, he, he was, wasn't. He, won. he wasn't. He, rec- won. he wasn't recalled. He they, wasn't they, recalled. They got enough signatures to get an election, but he wasn't actually recalled. Right. And now this guy who wasn't that close, particularly got yeah a recall election is up twenty points. Well, I mean, he won the recall election by quite a lot too. Uh, I mean, what were the yeah? It was yeah, supposedly. Yeah, I mean, if you you know, it's uh, let's see what were the results. Uh, sixty-one point nine percent for Newsom, thirty-eight point one percent. So I mean, he won by uh, what twenty-three points. Uh, no, I'm sorry. More than that, thirty, thirty. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Twenty-three points. Yeah. It's almost twenty-four points. Yes. So that's about the same. It's tracking about the same. It's just there. They do. California has way more Democrats than Republicans. It's just all Democrats. Dude, they they ran out the outlaws. That's why the Schwarzenegger is a miracle that guy ever got elected with an R. Is it or is he on film in Bohemian Grove sucking off fucking a bunch of dudes? But just that. But I mean, it's weird that he's not a Democrat. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, well, you would, go, again, it goes down to that. That's not real. The R's and D's aren't real. But for people, for for people who are Democrats, that's a very real thing. They think that party is as real as it gets, and they're obsessed with that. And it's I like mean, you said, they ran them out. Anybody that was a real Republican is out of here, except for us. Like, except the, you're, the, you're like the only person that I know of that's like, I'm, I'm with you. Everyone else that I know that's that was with it, that's said fuck it, left already. It's crazy. What is your uh, whole take on Kanye and and uh, Kyrie and all that stuff? Well, I think it's I think it's like a 
like a, I mean, for lack for, for lack of a better phrase, it's like a public lynching of them. Essentially, they're they're demonizing them in the public eye, and they're not allowing them to speak. And they're saying, you know, if you become the most impactful and and wealthiest uh, people in America, even if you're in this supposed in the oppressed class, you know, we still own you. We still run you. We're going to tell you exactly what to say and what to do. And we're going to make you follow these rules. If you go against the wrong people, if you say the wrong thing. And I watched all the interviews with Kanye and I watched the, the drink champs podcast. And it's like the guy made some generalizations and his delivery was poor, but it doesn't sound to me like he's very anti-Semitic and it seems like they're using these, using this phraseology to kind of do similar things that the left kind of does and, and say anything that questions anything, you know, this person deserves to get silenced. And it's like, I thought we were about the free speech. I thought we were about anybody can say whatever. It's like, they're got these guys are losing their careers. They're being demonized. They lose their kids. It's like, isn't that kind of the same thing that we usually fight against? It's, I think that it's and it's so dicey of a topic, too, that everybody dares not to even touch it because then you they're they're kind of setting the stage where they're just like, if you even slightly tend to agree with them, we will destroy you. Look, we destroyed these people that have everything. I totally agree, man. You know, yeah. uh, Did you see what they did? uh, Nets give Kyrie Irving six requirements to fulfill before he can return from the from suspension. And they're pretty like apologize. Yeah. Meet so and so, meet like you gotta meet these people and shake their hands and be like, "Yo, I'm cool with you," even though right, right. that's that's fucked up. I mean, what ultimately you're doing is validating what he's saying. I mean, you really are. If he's saying yeah. they run everything, now you're making them kiss the ring. Yeah. That is it. I mean, it really yeah. is. And he gave a pretty yeah. thorough apology. I mean, his if you read his apology, he really went there. But yeah, yes. they want him to. Kiss I mean, the they ring. want him on the floor. You know, yeah, they do. F- bowing, they really do. You know, complete sens- sensitivity training, complete anti-Semite training. <laughs> meet with the team <laughs> owner to demonstrate mean, an understanding man. of the what's situation. It, what's, what? that, what's that phrase that what old crazy used to use when he would come on uh, Gators? Well, you know, yeah, Larry Gaze. Yeah, what would they do to black man? What was it called? Oh, uh, uh, butt but, but breaking. breaking. That's what, uh, yeah, that's what we're looking at here. It is interesting, right? And then mm-hmm. to see everybody, my my whole thing is like I listen to the NBA radio, I love NBA radio, uh, I listen to it on Sirius Radio, and you know there's some great guys on there, and there you know Eddie Johnson and, and Justin Termini and the, these guys like it's like they're still talking about vac, they're still holding, you know. Kyrie Irving's stance against vaccines as like this sign of like what a awful judgment he has when he's been completely validated. Yeah. They and mentioned they, that before Flat Earth. I mean, you know, what it's I'm unbelievable. And now, now, if you like, call into their show and challenge them on on the fact that that they were okay with the NBA demonizing an entire group of people, white people during the black lives matter season in which the NBA completely pushed white supremacy, white privilege, all this stuff. Uh, they're perfectly fine with that. And then they're just shocked, shocked when someone would say something about a very powerful group as well. And it's like, oh my God, how can you do that? And then we bring up the Holocaust and it's just like, oh, dude, nobody's saying the Holocaust wasn't horrible, but why is that this thing that doesn't allow you to criticize 
anybody who happens to be Jewish. Like, why is that automatically hate speech? Why is that? Because it's all been planned. This is a long con game. And it's generational trauma pushed on the people. That they, every time anybody criticizes anybody of that faith. And that's a faith. It's a faith. It's not. Like the fact that it was very interesting put in race. And Johnny and I well, have had disagreements well, it, on this. It, here's, here's what it is. I mean, and, and Ari talks about this in a special actually. They're, the people, Jew, people of the Jewish faith have been inclined to breed with other people of the Jewish faith. So their right. genes are not diverse. That's why you can pick someone who's Jewish out of a lineup. Right. So, right. So, so in, but then Palestinians sense, are Jewish as well. They are genetically similar. That, yeah, no, that's they're genetically very similar. Yeah. So it's true. the same thing. And it's just like, and again, I don't care enough because I love Jews. But it's like, why are these people and these these institutions causing so much division? So much division openly against certain people. Like, like if you were born into a Jewish family or a white family, right? Is which one seems to have a better standard of living? I mean, it's just statistically proven, and. And the, the fact that either of them are judged by the actions of a few is like the whole con, right? I mean, that's the whole con. That is, that's how you get people to fight with each other. That somebody pulls some shit, they happen to have a, like, imagine me saying Armenians aren't shady motherfuckers. <laughs> or Italians are never in the mob, ever. Like, <laughs> wouldn't you laugh at me? Wouldn't you go... Dude, do you believe in Santa too? I mean, it's great. I don't know what's your thoughts on it, I, uh, Bobby. If you feel comfortable, you know, or I'm. Just well, it's you know what's kind of interesting about about the Jewish people, and I. It's like it's like do we even have to say that we love Jewish people? It's like yeah, we love all people. I have plenty of friends that are Jewish. It's like it's it's just it's they're trying to make this now like yet another protected class. Like you can't talk about this class of people. And what I find interesting about about the Jewish people is in a lot of ways they roll like a gang in in a good way it's like they support one another it's like jewish people like to i mean at least, at least from my experience i'm not no. trying to generalize a whole class of people but it's like they hire a young jewish boy to build their website when i was building websites and i would try to sell to a jewish person they might say oh my nephew does it they just like they just like you said before there's nothing on the, wrong on the with that it's like, hey, you should find a good Jewish girl or a good Jewish boy. It's like they're trying to keep them together and they roll as a gang. They support each other. They back each other. They financially support each other. And generally speaking, that's a good thing. But it's just really interesting how it's like talking about them at all means they're in a protected class like like gay people used to be, like trans people kind of are now. And it's like, I don't understand why this why why this is suddenly bad. Oh, it brings up this 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 uh, this gone age of the 30s. It's reminiscent of such and it's causing people to be hurt. It's like, how can you say that talking about something and then what some other crazy person does is your responsibility because you talked about it. There, there's everybody in, on the right and conservatives in general are so quick to say Look, speech needs to be protected. You're you're allowed to say terrible things, yet this is the new protected class. It just seems kind of backwards. All right, real quick, uh, if you could, if you guys just go to samtribly.com, we got a ton of free podcasts for you to listen to. We have, of course, what you're listening to, Tim Fall Hat. Then we have Broken Sim, which is like the number one show in uh, where? Where is it? 
Cambodia. Cambodia. Uh, it's just, ba- I- I'm telling you, if you love this show, you're going to love Broken Sim. Everybody loves Broken it. Broken Simulation, we should say, is the name of it. I don't yeah, know. Broken, Broken Simulation Broken Sim with Sam Triple. But- uh, uh, Cash Daddies is on fire. Punch Drunk. You know, The Unwanted is probably the most important podcast on the internet. If you want real good discussions, by an incredible panel. Go check it out. You know, Charlie, Ricky, and Midnight Mike are crushing it. Then I have some old episodes of uh, of uh, Zero, my spiritual podcast. You can listen to it for free. And if you like it, go subscribe to the to the paywall. But bam, you can listen to it for free there. Old episodes and Conspiracy Social Club. Go check them out. And uh, if you like that, I hope you will enjoy our sponsor, one of our longest-running sponsors, Copy My Crypto. Crypto's starting to heat up a little bit, and I think you guys got to check this guy's website out. Guys, listen. The recession is underway. Fuel is through the roof, and food prices are insane. People are beginning to lose their homes. But there can be a massive positive to this because recessions are where more wealth is made than in any other time in the economic cycle. Take the last recession. Those who invested in property and stocks more than doubled their money inside two years. But no market rose like crypto, where people made 10, 50, even 100 times over the same period. That's what James McMahon did. On his Crypto with James YouTube channel, he told his 21,000 subscribers to invest in the same 26 coins that he did. Had you invested $100 into each of those coins, you'd have been in profit for more than $123,000. $1,000! Wow. His top pick of the year, a crypto called Phantom, went up a staggering 692 times. And remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. James will be sharing every coin he buys during this recession on his Copy My Crypto membership site. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply copy James. So to join the 2,800 members who copy James, go to copymycrypto.com slash Sam. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash S-A-M. It's your call. You can thrive in this recession or be another victim. Go to, go visit the site and read every word now. Will you go to uh, Wikipedia and look up largest genocides? They list them all. It's super interesting. And in a weird way, Kanye does say he is jealous of the Jews, that, they, that they're that they so together with each other. Yeah. Yeah, he says that all the time. He's, he's like, dude, the family keeps in with each other. They... And he's like, I wish, I wish black people did that more often instead of just yeah. fucking. So he does say he was jealous of the Jews. And I mean, okay, he so this say is a right. very interesting thing right here. Go down. So I found this interesting, and uh, you know, a big, a big reason why if you if you criticize somebody in power that happens to be Jewish, right, that they bring up the Holocaust, okay. And the Holocaust, I'm not, I, 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 you know, I always ask people, if you could be on an island with a pedophile or a Holocaust denier, which one are you going to do? <laughs> the, it's a lot harder of a decision than you think, right? It's like, it's a lot harder. Now, I also know that through history, we're not always told the truth about everything. So I'm not going to sit there. But we all know something horrible happened, right? Can we all agree on that? 100%. Yes. For so sure. so so we have the Holocaust here, and it says German occupied Europe, and it lists low estimates four million, high estimate seven million. I've never heard seven million. I've heard six million. That's fine. Whatever it is, all right. 
So then you look, and then I got even more about that. But then you go to the second one, and it says German atrocities committed against Soviet prisoners of war. When have you ever heard that? Never. And it goes to German occupied Europe. But look how many people they say. Same years, by the way. Same years. Three million. 41 through 45. On top of the 20 mil that died trying to battle the Nazis. So we're talking 23 million people. Why aren't they? Why are we allowed to openly call for the death of Russians? Why? Mm-hmm. So we look at this list right here, and it, dude, and this is Sam speaking, not Bobby Sauce, okay? And if anytime you want to disagree, please jump in. I don't want to say anything that is is you don't agree with, okay? And, sure. this, and this is Sam speaking. So, so we look at this list, right? And what is missing from this list? And it's King Leopold going through Africa, killing 15 million people. Let's go down. Is it anywhere on this list? It's power ranked. It's not on this list. Why is that not on this list? And we have another genocide over here. Another genocide involving Russians. I mean, what are we doing here, dude? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's just like this is a long Long thing to divide and conquer. Well, these these are the Russians actually killed these people. Okay, so Russians are piece shits too. So, but <laughs> the point is, what what do we do? And then Bobby, I don't know if this is something you don't want to talk about. And, and this, I, I'm I'm hijacking your appearance, but this is no. to me part of the psyop to get us all to fight with each other. Wait, okay, wait, hold on. You're talking about the Congo thing, right? Because yeah. it does come up right here in the intro. Which but is, why isn't it listed? Let me see. Hold on. It's got to be on that list. Oh, yeah, here. Okay. Yeah, where's where's right? China? Where's where's Mao Zedong? No, that's 96, 97. That's not it. Where's, yeah, where's that one? <laughs> it's like, wasn't that pretty big? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Okay, let me. Okay, so it's here at the beginning. It says, uh, it excludes other mass killings, which may be referred to as genocide by some scholars, and are variously also called mass murder, crimes against humanity, politicide, classicide, and war crimes, such as the Thirty Years' War, the Japanese war crimes. Look at the that! Red it could be anywhere from one to fifteen mil in the Congo. Okay, so they're not calling that a genocide. Technically, is what they're saying. They're saying those are either war crimes or mass murder. Interesting. And then how, they also don't include the Great Purge or the Great Leap Forward in that. So it's just super interesting, dude. And it's like, why do they do that? Why do they do that? I don't know. It, but the but the thing that I find so interesting about it, which is tough, because you know we we like to pride ourselves on being good communicators and identifying things that are hard to talk about and and being free thinkers and representing the voice of the voiceless, so to speak, online. But it's like they're trying to let us know that if you talk about this thing, you will be destroyed, and if it can be misconstrued in any way then like we will ruin you. It doesn't matter how many billions of dollars or relationships you have, you'll be ruined. If we can take, 
take out two of the top tier guys in the world. It's like, we can destroy anyone. It's, it's like a, it's like putting you on notice. So it's dicey to even talk about this. And it's sad because, you know, ideas are ideas and conversation are how we learn and grow. It's how the population evolves. So it's sad that this now is the new protected class that we can't talk about. And even just talking about this, I keep thinking, it's like, imagine how they could clip this out and make it and, and demonize any one of us and try to destroy us. Isn't it sad that that's what has to happen? And all of that idea exchange has to stop. It's, it's a shame. And the whole thing about this isn't that, you know, I, here's my opinion on Jews. Jews are like white people. Jews are like Armenians. Jews are like Italians. Jews are like, they're, they're very family-based, loving people. Very loving people. And when you see them generalize an entire group of people on the actions of a few, that's where I have major problems, okay? And it's like, if you are upset about, about terms like Jew slave ships, but you're okay with white supremacy and, and, and male toxicity, I think you're brainwashed. I think you're brainwashed. I think if you think it's okay that to generalize some and not others, I think you're brainwashed. And the danger that you do, that you're so worried about happening to a, a protected class, okay, is happening right now. We have historical suicide numbers. Historical suicide numbers for men. Because men have been completely and utterly shut out of society. If you, th if you go around complaining about patriarchal society, okay, you are brainwashed. You're brainwashed. Where is it that men have this giant, uh, giant fucking advantage? What? Where? We get to go to work, right? And we live and we die based on our paycheck. Go to war. Yeah. We go to war. Yeah. We live yeah. and die. We die early. Yep. And high expectations to be a provider. And if you're not a provider, then you're a deadbeat. And the women, the women are pretty much always right. And you look at men depicted on TV or in television commercials or in movies. It's always like idiot dad, like can't figure out how to, you know, find something in the refrigerator. He's so dumb, but good thing he, he better go to work and provide for the family. Otherwise he sucks and I'll just divorce him and move on and find a better provider. It's like most, I think it's like 80% of all divorces are initiated by females and of course there's a broad litany of reasons for that but numbers are numbers just like you said male suicide rates and so forth and then male male deaths in the workplace male deaths on the battlefield it's like it's really easy to kind of demonize us but it's like you know what what how did all of these things come about how about the how about the sewer systems how about all the wars that are being fought how about so many other great things and all these high expectations we are not liked right now. Neither are, neither are white, supposedly, this new term, cisgender men. They don't like us either. I mean, but if you're a female, why wouldn't you get a divorce? You get half a shit that you didn't work for. Well, that's why you nobody's get the kids. getting married. Huh? If you watch, like, black YouTube, dude, all they do is just rip white, white uh, feminists, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, and they're always like, men are walking away from relationships. Well, men are walking away from getting married. Yeah. We're still getting laid. We're still hey, guys are women. still getting late, and, yeah. And there are men who are in relationships with women for decades. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, I, I know people that <laughs> have been together like 15, 20 and never thought about getting married, really. Oh, and then, no, but then they also made that new law. 
Well, if you all live together for five years, she's technically married. Not in California. Yeah, but, but who does that benefit? And it's 10 years. That's an old thing, though. That's really old common law. And it's 10 Marriage. years. So, yeah. Do you know in uh, California, if you get married for 10 years, you have to pay your spouse like five grand uh, a month for the rest of her, her life? That's like winning the lottery. That's like that lottery game where you get, you're set for life. Remember that game? That's what that's like. <laughs> that's what I mean. Why wouldn't you want to divorce a lot a of it chick? extends from when women weren't allowed in the workplace. That day doesn't, is not today. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's like women are animals. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you got to take care of it. Dude, you're buying that dog. You got to take care of it for the rest of its life. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? And none of them are complaining about that, you know, even though that's not fair. And, and at least with the dog, you can still leave it out at the shelter. <laughs> You're better off getting a dog. <laughs> Don't clip me in. Don't clip me in. <laughs> um, have we gone too weird for you, buddy? I feel like we hijacked your episode. Nice. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's just funny. You guys are like, you're like, what are five topics you want to talk about? And it's like, these were not on the top. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. We no, it's all that good. I, I like the flow. Be. I like the flow. It's current. It's current. It's dropping tomorrow. I'm all for it. It's all good. Uh, you know, for me, man, it's like if you take a look at like uh, women automatically, women automatically get the children. Women automatically uh, in a in a custody battle. It's like it takes her being like wanting to assassinate the president for her to lose the the right to her children or be a bad yeah. drug addict. Uh, women, if men and women commit the exact same crime together, a woman gets fucking like a half of the sentence, right? Mm -hmm. uh, women initiate the divorce. Um, if cops show up, there's a domestic abuse. A man automatically goes to jail automatically. There's no discussion yep. on it. OJ. You know, uh, women live longer. Uh, when You know, you want to talk about 70 cents on the dollar. If, if you go down to like service industry, women make way more tips than men do. Okay. Um, what about academics, dude? I mean, in school now, in colleges, I mean, there are way more women in college than men. Like, now. What's it like four to one? I don't know if it's that, but I mean, it's significant, whatever it is. And they're doing better in school because schools have become, they've become, school, school systems reward feminine traits. You know, like being able as a kid to sit down, sit still, pay attention, take your notes. <sighs> Kids, boys just can't do that. They're not inclined not to do that. Their bodies that. are meant to be moving, you know. And when you met the uh, service industry, you meant like sex work and like the whole works, right? No, I'm not talking about oh, sex that, work. That should also be included. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about <laughs> prostitution. What I'm talking only about. Only fans. Only fans. I'm talking about like only waiting fans. tables. That's service. That's service, man. That's waiting service. Work. That is a service. Only fans I'm talking about service. waiting tables bartending yeah. all that stuff they make way more money in tips way more money yep. in tips yep i mean you just keep going on and on and on and on and on and on about when it's like mostly it pref it's preferential to women now that's not saying that men are assholes or don't do anything stupid but i don't know where the patriarchy stands the only thing where a man is like because i've always said this like women make the rules of society men make the rules of business and the only place that men have this domination is in the business world yep. creating business because our our livelihood our, our our worth is based on our paycheck and if you don't have a paycheck you're not worth anything as a man i mean let's just face it especially yeah. if you're 50 imagine you're 50 and you're broke it's so fucking hard it's not over, and you could change your life, but it's a hard place to fucking be, man. That's why I hate mm -hmm. this 
this term incel because I, I, I just, I, I empathize, you know, I get, I get, there are a lot of nasty people, nasty guys that don't get laid that sit in their basement. But I, I feel like the, what would you say? The, uh, the way society has kind of abandoned those people and, 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 and even turned against them is, is, I mean, those are a lot of people that could have been integrated a lot better into society that have now just been completely turned off to it. They're never going to want to be a part of it. They have their own thing going now. Thanks to the internet. And I mean, God, that's fueling this culture war right now. That whole attitude toward incels by the, by the left, especially. I, I don't know. I just well, I, that's I, a that's a tragic thing to me, and I don't think it's women's fault for not wanting to bang losers. That not at all. It's just all kind of. It's like if we believe that there's this grand scheme, and even though they're not pulling the strings on every individual thing, it's like how do you how do you take over a society? It seems pretty clear all the steps that they've been taking are down that path. So you take out the strongest, most masculine men. You demonize those men and you destroy them. If you wanted to defeat a group of people, you would identify those people first and emasculate them and ruin them as much as humanly possible. You would say that exercising is bad and being a, and having toxic masculinity is bad. And you would you would immediately try to take out all of those strong those all those strong male figures, those leaders. And that's exactly what's happening in society. All plays into the bigger picture, which is create an create an endless class of subservience that relies on the government and relies on the state for absolutely everything. Because if there's no strong, powerful men, then where are you going to get it from? The only place you can get it is from the establishment. So it all just plays into the big grand scheme, which is takeover and elite class ruling in perpetuity until the end of time. I completely agree with that. That's how you destroy. Uh, you, like the United States is a lot like Russia. You, you can't go into Russia and go to war with Russia. You can't do it. Can't win the land war in Russia. You can't. You just can't. And guess what? You can't do it in America either. First of all, we got oceans on both sides. We see you coming. We're going to send the ships out and fuck you up. And second of all, every house has a gun. Every house has a gun, multiple guns. Uh, right now. Maybe not in California. Yeah, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Right Everybody's. now. That's right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, but that's just kind of how I see it. I just feel that, like, you can't come and bang with America. You have to kill it. You have to destroy it from the inside. And that's through cultural Marxism. Yes. And, and the completely and utterly destruction of the, 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 the roles between the sexes. And where, you know, people, you always see that meme about, like, oh, the 1950s man and then a the modern day man. Well, where are those guys? Where are those guys? And where would that guy be in this society? Where where does that guy fit in? Where does that guy fit in? Mm. So if they're, if they're attacking us from the inside, you would say this is Russia and China? I, I don't know if it's or, Russia or China. I think China has something to do with it. I don't necessarily think China, uh, Russia is the, 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 the enemy. I think we have more problems with them than they have with us. So you think China's more yeah. behind it? Because, I mean, the fentanyl shit's straight out of China. Yeah, what's your thoughts, yes. Bobby? Yeah, I, 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 think that the, I think that the borders and the countries are almost an illusion. And not that they don't exist and they're not real. But, you know, I would wager that there's 100 white men 
that run the entire world that are not bound to any country and have likely no allegiance to any land whatsoever. And I would wager that they all work in cahoots and, you know, they finance both sides of every war. They try to demonize one country versus another country. They have, they have money to be made on either side of things and the entire populace being completely distracted and focusing on every person other than them as the supposed bad guy in the room is good for their game. And, you know, they're winning at, at to a tremendous amount. The amount of the amount of finances, which is really kind of the lifeblood of the entire planet, is where the money flows. Think about the think about the financial shift that's happened in the United States in 2008, all of the homes and all of the houses, all that huge that huge transfer of wealth. Well, what's the modern transfer of wealth? It's it's the biomedical security state. Think about how many blue surgical masks sold in the last year. How many of those useless PCR tests sold in the last year? How many of these vaccines that are damaging people with no liability that were financed by the governments? It's like there's some people that are making a ton of money off this. So it's like to say it's China or it's Russia it's the u.s it's like i would wager it's the hundred dudes that control all of those countries anyways they anoint leaders in each of those respective nations and i would wager that no matter what country they're in the guys at the top they work together because as long as they're rich and they're powerful what do they care what country rise or falls at any given time as long as they have a stranglehold of it and as long as they have control of how the finances move whether there's countries or not almost doesn't even matter to them aristocrats help aristocrats that's yeah. really what it is. And at the end of the day, when you keep going all the way back, they're all related. They all have like, you know, family tides. And it's just, it's just the way it is, man. It's just the way it is. I, someone needs to tell me how England makes its money. How does it make them its money? It's just it, the way it is. How does it, how's it do it? How does it do it? It doesn't have any natural resources. Doesn't make mm -hmm. anything. Doesn't make anything. It's tourism. Uh, after that, yeah, what? It really is. And it's down. That's why they're so indebted to the royal families because the tourism from that is a big part of their economy. It's it's control over the financial empire, Let's the city of I'm London. Gonna, I'll check yep. out their GDP. Let's see. The city of London, dude. That's yes. how it goes. So you have these really high ups, these hundred guys. Some people think it's the three hundred, the Council of Three Hundred. Some 71. people think it's the thirteen families. I, I think it's all a cult. I think above that, it's above Jew, it's above Muslim, it's above Christian. You mm -hmm. know, it's 71% services, 17.7% from manufacturing, and 06 from uh, agriculture. That's what they're saying. So 71% is basically tourism service industry. Damn, yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's what that's what think they're saying. Think about I mean, that, dog. It's not just tourism, but yeah, so, it's a big so part of it. Yeah, during sure. COVID, they made no money. No, I mean they're financially but strapped. Isn't right that now. all Europe though? Isn't all all of Europe just that's tourism? the whole thing? Most of Europe is just straight up like a tourism. Crazy. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And then you get to the highest levels, and this is where I get into like, this is all a cult shit. It's, yeah, it's all a cult. Yeah. And if you, if you look at, again, it's like, what's the, what is the greatest threat 
to their power. It's a united people that know that they exist. So it's like, how do you, you know, I don't think that any destruction of America will ever come through force or through violence. It won't come on a ship or on an airplane or through a bomb. It will come through the mental contagion. That is the modern day war. So it's like what I say to people on my, on my show all the time and on my channels and in my videos is like the modern day hero is the, is the, is the truth teller is the idea sharer is the communicator. It's like your heroism, your fighting on the front lines is in the mental war. And a lot of people don't understand what that means. And they're like, you're a keyboard warrior. And it's like, you have a central distribution point that sits in your pocket. That's more powerful than the printing press ever was. And that changed the entire world. So it's like to think that, to think that they're going to, that we're going to need to hold up our guns to fight this war. The war's already here. The battle's already a mental contagion in the mind of the people. It's like, if you can convince somebody that giving a, that giving an eight year, that cutting off a 14 year old's tits makes them the other gender or, or whatever, or if you can convince them that they need a that they need a vaccine for a sickness that is extremely unlikely that would ever affect them, what could you not convince them of? If you could convince a boy they can be a girl and vice versa, it's like it's just it's almost like they're gloating. Like, look how far we can go. You better stay on your knees and you better not question it. And what Kanye and Kyrie Irving, it's just yet another example. It's like if you come at the king, you get destroyed. And they're clearly establishing and drawing the lines of where you can play and where you cannot play. And that's that's what I think is the game that's at hand and the war that's at hand. And you have to remember what I said before if they finance both sides of the war and at the end result, the people are scared, weak and under control and desperate for money, freedom, whatever, then they win forever. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. And they draw this line and they cannot, they cannot cease any inch on that line. Because Mm -hmm. if you allow people to question power, then it's all fucked because the the ability to operate without criticism allows people to be very brazen, take chances, push hard. If you have people calling out stuff left and right, like the notion that like they're trying to say globalism is anti-Semitic or yeah. Zionism is anti-Semitic, that's letting you know that those terms scare them. Mm-hmm. And they want to bring them under the umbrella so you can't question what they're doing. And so that the other people who are conformists and just really in their heart of hearts just want to go to work, make their money, and not have to deal with it and kind of be – they're kind of just these lemmings that – and they're not bad people. I don't hate these people. I'm frustrated that I we're, we're right all the time and they still don't listen to us. They know us. We're their families. We're their husbands. We're their boyfriends. We're their their sons. We're their coworkers. We're their best friends from high school. They know all. They know us. But yet they listen to somebody on television who's been busted lying over and over again, and they just want to want to believe them still, no matter how much they're called lying, because it takes work to question everything. Mm-hmm. And it, yes. I I always say to people, you know, imagine how much mental work and gymnastics you had to do to get yourself over to the right side of things or to support Trump, for example, when when that was the case in 2016, you had to convince yourself to go against all your friends, all your coworkers, every celebrity that you've loved all your life, every movie star, every daytime talk show, nighttime talk show, the person at the water cooler and the persons and the people in your social group, including your sister, your brother, even your parents. It's like you had to convince yourself with such 
such a strong argument that you would go against almost everyone or what seems to be everyone you know, everyone in the public zeitgeist as well. It's like to be a Democrat or to be a leftist or a progressive means that you could do no research at all. That's why you have a 14 year old vote for or want to vote for a Democrat or an 18 year old or a college kid that's easily persuaded or a person that doesn't pay attention at all. They can say, well, do you not like abortion? Vote for the Democrat. It's like to be on the right side, to be a conservative, to believe in to believe in free thinking and the and the general what is kind of appears to be counterculture, the unpopular opinion, you have to do a lot of work to get there. The easiest position to hold is the one that agrees with Billie Eilish and Whoopi Goldberg and, and Stephen Colbert. That's the easiest position to hold in public life. And that's why it's uh, it's such a, it's so hard to get people to be conservative because it requires work and effort. I mean, they, uh, college campuses are full with those people. They're just yes. telling you what to vote. And I not once did I remember being told to vote Republican at college mm -hmm. at all and there should have been one person i think that the option should have been there but he's right it's all oh, democrats man. it's all you never get you don't you don't get a question anything Dude, and like he said you love billy eilish you, you all right i remember showing up <laughs> uh, i grew up you know pretty conservatively and i remember showing up my first day of college dude and my professor goes do you guys want to know what ronald reagan and uh <laughs> and and the terrorists have in common they both tried to destroy America. That was my my history professor was comparing Ronald Reagan to the terrorists, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I see." And and she like the whole time she spelled George Bush, which I, this is kind of funny. She spelled it like Bush the beer, because he's an alcoholic. You know that, that's yeah. how she was spelled. But I knew I was like, "Oh, okay." Cause, and she never you'd never hear a bad word about a Democrat from right, I know. any professor. But I I I think she's. Uh bullshitting more about the terrorists than she is about Ronald Reagan. Yeah, really, she's half right. I mean, she is half right. Uh, I mean, like. I mean, like we, I, like what we did to the Middle East oh, God. off a lie is yeah. unbelievable, and nobody, nobody's held accountable for that at all. Which fits into this thing. I just think it's all a haunted house, man. And they're just thespians in this production, ran by fallen angels to get us to fight with each other, and that's that's why. I don't think anybody ever fucking pays a price. Like, how is Hillary Clinton still tweeting and, <laughs> and like, acting? Like, Hillary is constantly, like, like she's trying to enter the double dutch of the election constantly. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in. I got... And everyone's like, don't jump. Nobody wants you to jump. Ah, I'm going to jump in. I get up. You're like, no, nobody wants you in. Nobody wants you in. We've all moved on. Don't do it. And she, like, like I just think she's she's a, a thespian in this production. And that they, they never really have to pay for their crimes. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, real quick, I just want to take a moment, guys. Uh, if you go to samtriplee.com, I have some killer cameos. Click the link. Cameos of fire. Two to three minutes of pure conspiracy fire. And okay? we, uh, he did one right before we started. We were all involved in it. I can tell you they are fire. 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 We discuss the things you want us to discuss. Go hard in the paint. Okay. That's how we do it. We also are very proud to announce we have a uh, an affiliate program with our good friends at Wise Wolf. Buy gold and silver at Wise Wolf. Uh, gold and silver, okay? Uh, guys over there are great. Tony's great. Take care of you. Invest in your future. He's working on a really cool program where you're going to be able to buy a little bit every month. He'll send it to you. Taken care of. 
Things are moving. We're putting together affiliates right now of the best of the best so you know where to go take care because I really care for you guys. And then go check out Nuke Social. Uh, Mastodon, is that what it's called? Mastodon, the uh, new social Ma- media. Mastodon, yeah. Mastodon, well, we're on there. Nuke Social is on there, okay? So you don't need True Social. You don't need any of those other ones. P- Parlor, just go to Nuke Social and join us, and we have a whole community there of all my podcasts. And then if you're really liking that, you can check out another podcast, Mr. Ballin. And listen, a teen solo hiker was terrorized for days by an unknown figure dressed in white. Two cops who quit their jobs at a local theater because of an unexplained encounter with an alleged demon. An isolated forest in Canada where people keep turning up headless. These are just some of the strange, dark, and mysterious stories you'll hear each week on Mr. Ballin Podcast. In each episode, Mr. Ballin shares real-life haunting accounts like the case of Haley Zega, who disappeared from a hiking trail for 51 hours. When search and rescuers finally found her and asked how she survived, she simply said a friend helped her. She described this friend, four years old, black hair, brown eyes. This friend was initially dismissed until they realized the girl had gone missing in that exact spot 23 years earlier and was never found. She was four years old. She had black hair and brown eyes. Eyes. Yeah. So, you know, I used to watch Mr. Ballin all the time when my babies were born. I'd be take care of the babies and we would watch his stories. He's a great storyteller. I really enjoy. So here's what's going on. Prime members. Okay. Listen to Amazon Music exclusive podcast. Mr. Ballin podcast. Strange, dark, and mysterious stories in the Amazon Music app. Download the app today. If, if you if you can, if you are a useful tool and instrument of the people that run the operation, you will always have a position as long as you're willing to continue communicating their view of reality. And she and her husband have, have, you know, they sold their soul many, many years ago where they're just like, yep, whatever you want, give me the fame, give me the power, give me the money. As long as you let me be, be a, a dirt merchant, as I like to say, then uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll regurgitate, we'll regurgitate whatever you want until the end of time. So, you know, the thing is, again, it's like, they own all of the media distribution points. So giving Hillary an opportunity to write a book or show up on a TV show or be on CNN, nobody has to choose for her to be there. The powers that be need to choose that she gets to go there. And a really interesting perspective that I heard recently through some political people that I know is that the Democratic Party is the media. It's not the other way around. The media doesn't doesn't run doesn't run cover for the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party follows the rule and dictate of the media. The media tells the Democrats what to do, and they basically say the same thing that they're kind of saying to Kanye. It's like, if you don't do this, we will destroy you. CNN will turn on you. MSNBC will turn on you. All of the major publishing houses will do what they did to Kanye and to Kyrie Irving. We will destroy you. As long as you will regurgitate our line so that we remain in power forever, we are unelected. We run all the media. Then you can then you can have it. And Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton sold their soul many years ago. Who knows how many horrible things Bill Clinton has done and Hillary combined. And it's like, what happened in Haiti? I always say that. Like, what occurred in Haiti? I don't know. But I know. They jacked a million billions of dollars and they were kidnapping kids. That's what we yeah. know. And, and, you know, it's like <laughs> so interesting because, like, you get into, like, BLM, you get into feminism, you get into the Democratic Party, and to a point I'll throw in Zionism there. I think all these start as pure movements, right? 
and then they get like just hijacked. Now, the Democrats do have a very shady, deep, deep past, but I think like, you know, I think you see every side ebb and flow. I mean, like we could look at the Republican Party right now, which everybody is thinking is the same party. Go back 20 years and they're like right behind 9-11. Mm-hmm. So it's like it ebbs and it flows, but at some point it gets hijacked and commandeered and turned into a, a and weaponized. How long do you think that would take? I mean, I, I mean, like Was it ten years. I, I personally think you know um, when when World War Two en- ended, that was everything changed in this country. To me, uh, I, I, I mean, not oh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I you know I, there was always. Th- Things going on behind, but I felt like World War II was the first time it was, even though they didn't have the internet, as we look back on it, there was more blatant shit going down. Easier. E- everywhere. The Nazis just walked right over here, set up shop, set up CIA, set up NASA, set up everything, and then just started running shit. And you just saw, the, you know, George Bush comes in. It takes over the CIA. Then they insert Ronald Reagan. They take over the fucking Republican Party. And the Bush death cult gets a Republican Party. And then the Koch brothers and the Bushes basically get the fucking Clintons in at the Democrats to pull the Democrats farther into the central. But then it just got into just straight up globalist shady ass shit, right? I mean, like, dude, we should just do an episode, all of us, and I'll, I'll let you come I would love to have you back on, Bobby, since I sure. feel like I hijacked your episode <laughs> and talked about what I want to talk to, so I can't wait to read the fucking comments. Let the guests talk! I, I, I recognize that. I recognize that. So we're going to have Bobby back, and we'll let him decide what we talk about. Um, <laughs> but if we should just do an episode where we go back and watch George Bush versus Bill Clinton uh, debate. And just oh, watch that would be great. the pro yeah. wrestling theater. Do it like mi- mis- Mystery Science yeah. Theater. Oh, kind yeah, of, yeah, dude. <laughs> just know that those guys are working together in every capacity. That could be yeah. one of your shows. A new one. Add a new one. Re- review the review. Which one was the first one? Debates. Just to go do yeah. all debates. Dude, that would be debates. great. Go like Hillary Obama. Yeah, just Oh, yeah, go back that to would that be a great when you know one, they're yeah. working together. That would be a great one, dude. Bush Gore would be a good one. That'd be so fucking yeah, funny. You're Reagan, right. Reagan and yeah. Bush have debated. That would be good to it, watch. Oh, It'd yeah. be weird to watch it now that now that we know they're like homies, homies. No, but that's why you would watch. Yeah, it. that's what I'm because saying. It'd be you weird. Know yeah, the whole time that they're working together, smuggling cocaine into fucking the United States. McCain and Bush would be a good one oh, too. Oh yeah, that'd be a great one, dude. Just these guys <laughs> like, damn it. What are you going to do, Ultimate Warrior? What are you going to do when I get the presidency and I just bring glory back to the country? Oh, yeah. Especially guys that ended up on the same ticket eventually, you know? Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Yeah. I mean, it's super interesting. What are your thoughts, Bobby? Well, yeah, I mean, the... I think so many things go into the memory hole and, you know, even events that happened here in the U S three weeks ago, people forget, but it's like even Obama and Bill Clinton and all the rest, they were talking about how important it was to preserve the border. They were talking about law and order and the rule of law and all these other things and legal immigration versus illegal immigration. But people don't forget, or but people forget so quickly again, because it's like, how do you control the world? You control the way that people think. You control the mind. How do you control the mind? You control the distribution points of information. If 
you have control over all of their sensory inbound information, other than people speaking person to person, you can control the way that that person thinks, how much they remember and what they forget. If you can erase history by removing certain videos on YouTube or on these social media platforms, where else are you going to get it from the bought and controlled paid media? Or are you going to get it from the person at work where if you say the wrong thing at the water cooler at work, they could fire you for discrimination because you said something. So you can't say anything in person. And then they say you have to stay six feet away from each other and you can't go to dinner and you can't go to Thanksgiving. They can't go to Christmas. So it's like every single thing is separating you from exchanging information, talking about things, collaborating, learning and understanding, and everything pushes you to getting your information from a very focused, small group of information sources. And that's how they have could take how they have taken over the world and caused this social contagion. You have someone like Dr. Peter McCullough, who I believe just lost all of his medical licenses. And it's like, this guy is one of the most decorated doctors in the entire world. One of the most published doctors on the subject that lives on the planet today, yet they take his power away. And again, it's just another example of how much control they actually have. We get this illusion of choice in this election. And generally speaking, the right is better than the left. At least you're going to get more truth that way. But they are very firmly in control. And the last shreds of power that we have, we're watching being taken away from us in real time. So I just hope that people will watch something like this, not just for entertainment, but then take action and talk about it and share it and not try to demonize a person and use a term like, for example, anti-Semitic or whatever, or, or, um, or, or, uh, xenophobic or whatever to, to stop the conversation there. It's like, you can't, you don't have to just put people in these buckets. We have to allow people to communicate because that's the greatest threat to this unified, endless takeover of the powers that are really truly in control that are not elected, not seen and, uh, and, and live and reign over the people forever through their family ties and, and their, uh, and their generations of their, of their family and wealth being passed down. You are you're 100% correct. We're seeing this left and right. Alex Jones, Kanye, Dr. Yep. Peter McCullough, even though I disagree with him on the virus part, but you know, you 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 have these people that are being publicly like lynched to send a message to everybody is like if you talk, this will happen to you. But more and more, man, people I like Kanye is like Two weeks have passed. Like now people move on to Kyrie. And now mm -hmm. you're seeing all the hypocrisy of that coming out. Like Shaquille O'Neal, who I love, is like, Kanye, you're on your own. Oh, really? Your movie theater showed the movie, Shaq. What, yeah. what are you about that? Oh, you're not my, oh, I'm sorry. You're not micromanaging everything? Sorry, your name's on it. You, you, you did the exact same thing. Oh, why is everybody not going, why is, why is, uh, if, 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 David, uh, excuse me, Adam Silver is so upset about it. Why is he still in negotiations with Amazon to do a right. streaming package for a billion dollars when that's the number one movie streaming on Amazon Plus? Yep, that's right. That's right, because because money runs the entire world. Obviously, we all know that to be true. But how could you say that Kyrie is anti-Semitic, but Amazon, who is providing this link, is not again because the money runs the operation so it's it's so clear and obvious just like everything else has been it's like i i swear every single week that passes i'm like how how much more obvious could this be but again it's like 
they have they have stopped the ability for the people to communicate how obvious it is so they can get away with anything forever. And then they have people like like Shaq or like Charles Barkley who are employees of the media distri- of the of the idea distribution. You think that Charles Barkley is going to side with Kyrie when he's collecting a paycheck? That means that he loses the bag. And even though he's got FU money, he still says it to keep his job. It just goes to show how how easily persuaded people are by the bag and how and how much they're willing to sell out even their supposed you know their, their friends and people that are in that are in their community that they're supposed to stick together with they'll sell them out to keep that cash flowing i mean i mean as you can tell i mean everyone's talked about it how is it that uh jp morgan ends uh ends their relationship with kanye but not jeffrey epstein yeah it's that's crazy, like one of those right? words like how the fuck it's does that even crazy, make sense right it's crazy it's crazy you know, so I mean, they do the, all these things to let you know that they're in control and you can't do anything. Okay, so you know, we have this story, we have the, we have uh, Alex Jones, Kanye, all these guys getting taken down. Now we have this really interesting thing going on where all of these, um, all of these politicians are getting in that don't seem to be the guy that the the people want, right? Like, so we have Putin in, right? We have this governor in New York. She was unelected. I mean, we have Biden, excuse me. We have Biden, which we'll, we'll get into that, whether that, that election was stolen, which I 100% believe. Kamala. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Biden, Kamala. We have, the, we have this guy, Fetterman, in, in Pennsylvania who can't even talk. And yet they see him like he's leading Oz. Like, how's that? Po- Who is voting for that guy, right? And then you have this guy now in 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 the UK, this this Indian dude who is like unelected and put in. Like he couldn't even win his own party like three weeks ago. Now suddenly, like everyone stepped down, and we're like, oh man, we're gonna put you in. And it seems to me. What they're oh now let's talk Brazil and everything yeah. going on in Brazil. It just seems to me like what they're trying to do is manifest us to believe that they have all the power and we have none. Yes, no, that's absolutely right, and they and they make it very clear. I saw a video today that I haven't had enough time to do research on and validate, but it was some official in the Brazilian government saying something along the lines of anybody who questions this will be considered a criminal. And you have you have large American companies like YouTube saying any video that questions the 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 legitimacy of this election, the videos will be removed and taken down. It's again them showing their cards like you have nothing. And, and, and the other thing too, is not only do you not have nothing, but the last shred that you have left, we're going to emotionally manipulate the weakest among you to choose for it. And not only choose it, but go in the street and beg to be controlled, beg to have the guns taken away, beg for every piece of speech that they dislike to be classified as hate speech, beg to tax the rich, AKA your other fellow American citizens, and basically create your own subserviency. And that's them again, just showing you how much control they actually have. It's, it's so clear as day, but people are just not paying attention and not tuned in, which is again, why I say the truth distributor, the person that shines the light on this, all of us, it's like this is your modern day hero not that i'm a hero or you're a hero but heroism is sharing the truth now that is the most heroic thing that a person can do at this present moment other than you know fight on the battlefield and 
and it's kind of crazy, man, because this reaction to Twitter is very weird. Like people losing it on yep. Elon Musk and Twitter. Now, I I could easily believe Elon Musk is the Antichrist. I make no illusions of I have any faith in billionaires in any way, shape, or form. But it's like, why? Why are they freaking out so much? Why is this? And there is a point that one of two things go on. They're, they're either trying to create credibility and that Elon Musk is not playing ball. Yep. We're leaving. Oh, mania. Dude, God, he's just really fighting the globalists. Oh, man, maybe Elon Musk cares about us. You know, we're going to trust him, which is the whole story of the Antichrist. Okay. Or that the astroturfing of news is coming to an end and their ability to disseminate news is is over like if you make it so like you're taking away all these bots you can't astroturf a story anymore seeing that nobody's watching your news anymore it's like people haven't been watching news forever but how is the story everywhere oh yeah social media blue check marks disseminating out to everybody let's clip up rachel meadow saying more retarded shit and then have every blue check mark person retweet it to all their followers and yeah a lot of their followers are fucking bots, but guess what? There's some people going, oh, wow, this person has 300,000 followers. I'm going to follow them. They must be for real. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing is they is the way the way I always refer to it is that people are collecting their good boy points, which is like if you if you agree with if you agree with is the popular opinion as told to you and dictated to you by the establishment, a.k.a. the media, all of your stuff gets elevated. You get retweeted by other people collecting good boy points. Everybody is in line with the is in line with the establishment because, again, it's the easiest position to hold. So if you go against Elon, if you go if you side with Kathy Griffin or 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 Rachel Maddow or whoever else, you get your good boy points. They artificially raise your stock. They distribute your message further. You get more followers on social. You get more money. You get more opportunities. You get more sponsorships. You get paid for your for your falling in line. And they look at the other side and they're like, this person's getting destroyed. They're getting financially destroyed. They're getting demonized from society. They're getting debanked. They're getting blocked from going certain places. It's like, if, and a lot of people I feel like are like, you know what? If you can't beat them, join them. I'll sell my soul to collect the good boy points and make sure that I'm financially taken care of because I got to get mine. So screw everybody. Screw humanity. Screw the world at large. Screw whatever this is. Probably a simulation. Who even knows? But screw that. I'm going to collect my good boy points and get that money and that's what i feel like everybody's doing and that's why they're piling on elon and kanye and Kyrie because that's what the that's what the structure tells them is necessary for them to collect this week's round of good boy points that's already instagram that's already instagram i can't tag eddie bravo eddie bravo's already banned Dude, that's his credit instagram. score he his credit score is basically zero i can't tag him so then we got other pages where sometimes they're shadow banned you can't collaborate with people that's social credit score as in like where you stand on their level mm-hmm Yes, some people you can do some on yours. I can't. I can't collab with you. Yeah, Why? nobody because can just, collab yeah, with me anymore because you posted too many things they didn't. I like. don't even know what I posted that was so bad. That's the point. You can't know because then you'll stop. <laughs> like that's my thing right now. Like I'm at that page on Tinfo. I'm like, should I post that? And it's making me think about it. But that's what the fucking page is for. So I'm gonna post it. But it makes you think about it because there's money behind it. Because that's how you sell your shows. And the craziest thing is like you can't advertise on Instagram. I go, you're hemorrhaging money. You're losing money. You are 
dying, Facebook, Meta. You are cutting, you're getting rid of all of your employees because you're hemorrhaging money. What do you mean I can't advertise on your website? What do you, you need my $20 to tell everybody I'm going to be in Kansas City this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Or do they? Because they're a government, arm of the government. That's the the next thing. Yes. That's the next thing. We are now seeing fascism at work in real time. Well, if you if you had unlimited money, like generational money, and you wanted to control the world and you wanted to control how a business moves, what would you do? You would buy a slice of that company. You would invest in every company that could potentially raise to be a threat to the information distribution against your message and your established control and power. So when they see the next Facebook, the next TikTok, the next Instagram, the next YouTube, when they see those things, they dump in money and they buy a stake in it. Then they intertwine all of their other existing businesses financially into that business so that they can financially destroy it should they not fall in line and collect their necessary good boy points to say, hey, you know, we own Twitter, right? But now, oh, we're gonna pull all the advertisers. If you are a company like BlackRock, for example, if you look at if you look at a hundred of the biggest publicly traded companies you can think of, BlackRock has a has a stake in almost every single one. And they control and they can control whether or not they buy advertisements or buy parts or buy supplies or whatever else or exchange IP with those other companies. So they can financially destroy people. And then the people that are in leadership roles at BlackRock or whatever investment firm, well, they got them by the balls. They say, well, well, we'll financially destroy you. So it's like the money is how they move all their control around. And it's why all of these things rise and fall. That's why you can't advertise on Facebook because they'll buy, they'll buy the advertising that you don't buy to make sure that they keep control and that a person like you doesn't have a voice that could potentially threaten their ability to win and continue to control the narrative forever. Do you think ESG has um, a future? I feel like people are waking up to it more and more. Uh, BlackRock has felt uh, the ramifications of being the driving force behind it. Uh, I think they get more shit than Vanguard. And I I would tell you, if I really had to pick which one's running anything, I'd probably pick Vanguard, seeing that Mm -hmm. it's probably all the lizard people, to be honest with you. (laughs) That's where all the old lizards are. And they don't tell you about it because they don't list who the old lizards are that own Vanguard. But but BlackRock is the face. Larry Fink is just a theater guy who is disposable. The minute he becomes too toxic and is, they'll throw him out like a fucking newspaper cup and they'll fucking put somebody else in and they'll just run it again. But I do feel like ESG, which is the actual cultural Marxism that is being pushed on us. uh, People are waking up to it. What's your thoughts, Bobby? Well, you know, I, I try to always stay optimistic because I feel like, you know, whatever you want to look to the universe, God, whatever you look up to, generally speaking, has got us to this point. And there have been a lot of bad times in history where we've made it through where it seemed like we can't. Maybe it's alien intervention. They showed George Washington to take a right instead of taking a left or however the story goes. But I think that, you know, the, the people, generally speaking, will save the world. And I do think we make our way through this. And I think that the sad part of it is that 
the emotionally manipulated people, the brainwashed people, the people that sit in the middle or don't usually pay attention will pay attention when when there's tremendous amounts of human suffering. So I think this winter is going to be yet another in a long string of wake-up calls where people are like, there's people in Germany that are freezing to death. There's people in Europe that are freezing to death. There's the United States running out of diesel fuel. And, and the mass amounts of human suffering hopefully will turn the tide. It's like, look at what happened in, I think it was Sri Lanka. It's like they followed the ESG score. They had like an A+, and then they had to overthrow their own government because of it. So I just hope that people realize that it doesn't, you don't have to have all this human suffering. If you could just make it cool and interesting and, you know, part of your necessary life to pay attention to the happenings of the world and what's going on around you. So I certainly hope that the people will, will change the tide of this before more people have to suffer. But sadly, I do think more people are going to suffer before they, before they turn it on that. Because the last vote that we really have, other than kind of the basic election vote, is how we vote with our money and our time and attention. And that's really the only way that we'll be able to turn this around. So what we're doing now and the fact that somebody's paying attention to this and not what they see on MSNBC, they're spending their hour and a half with us is a good sign. I um I completely agree with you. And so my question to you is why are they doing all this? Why are they doing this? Why are they inflicting ESG on us with disastrous results? What is the purpose of that? If their whole thing is about money and power, why are they doing this? What is your thought? I have my opinion. I've stated it before. What are your thoughts? Because, you know, there are a couple basic, there are a couple basic components that all things that almost nothing matters other than these things, which is cheap energy is probably the lifeblood of the entire world. The reason that the United States is so successful is because we've been able to produce cheap energy. That's why we succeed. So it's like energy, food, water, shelter. Everybody has shelter, generally speaking. So energy and food are like these moving pieces that they can artificially raise and lower the costs of them. If they can say that oil is bad and gas is bad and coal is, and, and coal is bad, of which we have all these resources, then energy, which is the very thing that keeps all of us alive, our ability to move, heat your houses, et cetera, move food around and so forth, if they can control that and say it has to be through electrical grids, well, they can turn off electricity. Not a lot of people can store electricity at home. You could store oil, you could store, store gas, you could store kerosene, you could store other types of fuel. But if those are bad for the environment, then you always have to tap into the grid of electricity. And yes, you could do solar and whatever else, but solar panels have a lifespan. So, and you can't really do hydrogen, you can't do a water power if you don't live near the shore. So it's like, they're just trying to take control of the, of the ability to flick on and off your ability to live. If they can control food and energy, that would be the simplest way for them to do it. So I think it's just, again, you are reliant on a bigger entity. You can't be self-sufficient. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it even goes deeper, even deeper on a spiritual level. It's just like, I think these people have made deals with fallen angels. And this is where, if you don't listen to the show, it's going to get weird for you. But... <laughs> They've made deals with fallen angels, man. The Watchers, the fallen angels, whatever you want to call them, the Anunnaki, whatever you want. These, mm -hmm. these, these Watchers, and these Watchers are trapped here by God to make a realm of consequences, and they have waged war against humanity. And these elites 
of, of and this goes above any religion, above any Abrahamic religion. It's above Judaism, above Christianity, above Islam. This is the watchers, the fallen angels, and they've made deals with them for cash and prizes. And in the hopes of coming back later as an elite in another life. And they, that's why it's all pain and suffering, because it doesn't make any other sense. Any other way you look at it, you start to fucking go, well, that doesn't make sense. This makes totally sense. They are bringing pain and suffering because they hate us, because we're God's children. We're in his form, and, and they're trapped here, and they want to get back to heaven. That's why. And it's all a fucking war on your loose, man. And if you control the... Control the energy, control the fucking food supply. You can bring pain and suffering to everybody, to all of them. They tell you to get smaller houses and smaller cars, and but yet they their cars get bigger and bigger, and their houses get bigger and bigger, and their jets get bigger and bigger, and their yachts get bigger and bigger. But they tell you to get smaller and smaller. Oh, man, look at this cool little tiny house. You got a bathroom in your kitchen? It's really cool. You pull out your refrigerator, there's your bed. Wow, how cool is that? Live that life. Save humanity. Why, they live in a bigger house and a bigger thing, and they got more kids. Oh, there's too many people, even though I have 90 fucking kids. Yeah. Right? It's all because it makes sense if you realize they're raging war against humanity. And it's yep. all theater. To fucking raise your anxiety and lower your fucking your your um your resistance, man. Lower I, your I, vibrations. I certainly I certainly don't disagree with that. And you know, I kind of I tend to believe in duality, the yin and yang of life and all of this. And it's like no matter how evil they are. The world is always in this epic battle of good and evil, of light versus the darkness. And the only reason why they don't have complete and total control is because we have the universe on our side. Truth, light, God, whatever you want to call it, is on our side. And interestingly enough, we are given a gift by, the, by our creator to say, you know, it might be worth joining the side of the light and all of these people fighting for the good that is inherently inside them is the reason why they don't have complete and total control. And interestingly enough, we all have this choice where they say, we'll give you the opportunity to choose, but if you do choose, you know, we will be on your side. We'll carry you through it in this life and the next and whatever. So the good thing is, I think is that we have, the light on our side. And there's this really great quote that I saw in a video, in a documentary a long time ago, where it was like, no amount of darkness can overcome a light in a room, yet you can't bring darkness into a well-lit room and get rid of that light. So it's like, we're always going to be in this, in this epic battle. We're always going to be fighting for this. And you have to make a decision whether or not you believe you are a beacon of light or you're going to join the darkness. And hopefully more people than not choose the, uh, choose the light. I think people are waking up to it more and more every day. They're starting to realize the, the psyops are being run, run on them. The farther you get away from nature, the more and more your anxiety raises because you're getting away from God. And it's just like, and listen, man, I am a, I'm a man of faith. I, I don't care what consenting adults do. That's up to you as long as you're not hurting people, in particular children, Okay. I'm fine with you. I don't care how weird you get. Get weird. Enjoy the fucking trip. As long as it's consenting people, I don't care. I'm not going to sit here and judge people 
who do consenting things because you just push people back into the darkness where they're controllable. What was that? I, f- I heard something, but the whole that's the point. And this, this is all manipulation. Culture is not your friend. Culture is made to get you into groupthink. And they, they position these people to be, uh, to, to steer you in the wrong direction. And you know what, man? It's like, I, I, I only have like sports left. I can't watch television. I can't watch it. I can't. I try my heart. I wish. What do you mean, though? Like, no television? Very rarely. Dude, it took. But are you talking about news or anything at all? I don't watch the news. I mean, it took me just like getting on my knees and praying to God to let me get through an episode of House of Dragons. I was like, Lord, just please let me numb out and enjoy this complete fucking cultural Marxism shit so I can see some motherfucking dragons. Can I do that? Just let me get through this shit. You got to Eddie Bravo it. You got to blue pill yourself Monday through through Sunday it, when you got the kids. I you got to watch it, all the fucking nothing, astronaut shit, the NASA shit, the dinosaur. I can watch stuff with my kids and I mumble to myself. <laughs> oh, I ruined it. Dude, my girlfriend hates watching TV with me. When she sees me coming, she just turns that reality TV shit off because I... I it may, I just rage and start talking bullshit the yeah, whole time she hates Because me. it's like they're ingesting easy stuff, which is meant to lower their vibrations. I think any of it's okay, though, as long as you watch it with intent, you know, and you consider the source and process it, you know, with that in mind, that it's actually uh, got its own agenda. Its creators have its own, their own agenda. I think if you watch it that way and don't switch off, it's, it's okay. See, like, the, like, I really wanted to watch that Jeffrey Dahmer thing, but then the way Sam mentioned it, and he's like, dude, they, they, they want you to want you to want, watch it, and they want females to like it. There's an agenda behind it because it's just not a documentary. They could have made a documentary. They could have made that full look evil, and they don't. They make him look like a nice guy, and then females are loving it. Guys are dressing up as it. They as make Dahmer look like a nice guy, really? I it's have charming. no yeah. faith yeah, in people women. Were, people were dressing up like him, and they, don't, they make him seem like, Oh well, he was he. he it, it was hard for him that that's why, why they he make was, him look like a nice guy. He's a trust serial me. murderer. Trust me, they, they did not make him look that evil. People were dude, dressing they up made as Ted him. Bundy fuckable. What are you talking yeah. about? No, Ted Bundy was dude. T- women loved Ted. Yeah, Bundy. that's my whole thing. It's so like, they didn't make him fuckable. He was fuckable. How do we have incels that are free, but there's a line around the door to have women marry guys on death row? I mean, that's yep. come on, dude. That's that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate question, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's the ultimate bad boy. It's very weird. Real quick, I want to go through something with you real quick, Bobby. And this is something that came out about the Kanye West. And this kind of gets to culture and the manipulation of culture and how culture isn't real. And that these celebrities are used and disposed. So if you go and I'm on... People liked when we put the last Twitter like link in the the Twitter. We went through a Twitter thread. People enjoyed it. The, so oh yeah, the the thing with the uh, Jim, Jim Carrey's Carrey, the serial killer which, thing, which <laughs> kind of went off the road a little bit. <laughs> so I want to get into this guy Harley pa- Pasternick. Is that his name? P A S T E R. Are we doing a Twitter thread? You want me to pull it up? Yeah, yeah. I, I emailed it to you. Emailed it. Okay. Have you heard of this guy? Bobby. Yeah, I mean, through through uh, through the things that Kanye was saying, yes, and I've and a couple other accounts that I follow have been reposting his his celebrity client list, and 
yeah, it doesn't look like the best uh, character. And if that's and if those messages that he sent to Kanye are accurate, which oh, they at least oh, appear okay. to be. The thing from then, Broken Sam. Pretty okay. bad. Yeah, yeah. Pretty bad. We talked about this on the Broken Sam. It's out, by the way, if you want to check that out too. Uh, I mean, out right now. How big is his training list? Uh, well, the thing that's really crazy, bro, is that they they changed his. Um, they went through his Wikipedia and took out all these people. Now, if we go through this link, I'll include the link here. And it basically says, you know, who is Harley Pasternick, the man who Kanye has accused of trying to institutionalize him, drug him into oblivion, and take away his kids? Here's crazy. Turns out this personal trainer is connected to psychological operations, the Canadian military, and other strangeness. Like, yep. right? And you know yep. what this reminds me of? Jolly, Jolly West, Lewis Jolly West. Do you guys know who he is? Nope. No. Lewis Jolly West was basically the guy who helped work with uh, uh, Charles Manson. If you go through his list, let's see if we can find Jolly West's list of clients. List of, of uh, patients. Okay, here we go. It's kind of fucking nuts, dude. It's kind of nuts. He worked with Oh, he was an he worked with MK Ultra. Yeah, he was an MK Ultra guy. Patty Hearst. He worked mm -hmm. with um he worked with uh who's the guy? Jack Ruby. Supposedly he worked with Timothy McVeigh. Yep. Really? Yeah, like he worked yeah. with all these fucking people. And so we get into this guy, and it's just like, this is basically Kanye West's physical trainer who basically committed him. Yeah, mm -hmm. right? Death, yep. of a, death of an elephant? Oh, yeah, he gave an elephant LSD and killed him. That's fucking wild. That's fucked up. But he, so this trainer worked with Kanye West, and Kanye West is the guy, this is the trainer who got Kanye West institutionalized and threatened to do it again to him. Uh, to fucking medicate him the crap out of him so he's back to zombie land forever and uh, I'm playing with his kids won't be the same. What are your thoughts yep. on that, Bobby? I I think that that would fit nicely buttoned up in our theory of how the world operates. And I mean, again, it's like who who owns who owns all of the who owns all of the all of the legal drug companies? Right, you have to pass the FDA, which means you have to have your people intertwined there to get it passed in a in a timely manner. You have all these investors, all these big institutions that invest in it. It would be absolutely no surprise to me if they were using if they were using medications to take people that are emotionally or mentally vulnerable and convincing them to do certain things in an MK Ultra type of situation. It would make perfect sense if that's what was happening in the in the Hollywood sphere with that with the contagion where they say, you know, sell your soul and also take these pills. It's like if a person of authority can get you when you're a kid, for example, like these these young Hollywood celebrities and start feeding them the narrative, feeding them the medicine, uh I think that it's very completely logical to think that um, that all of this these things are real. It's like truth is stranger than fiction, and I would wager that this is spot on accurate. And he's just a distributor and um, you know and and kind of a merchant of those um, of those drugs to help people do things that they want. And it's like people that commit these these atrocities, like like murdering children and going and shooting up schools and the rest. It's like these are emotionally ma manipulated people 
that were already on the FBI's watch list that they already knew. It's like these people are on the radar. A lot of times they're broadcasting what they're about to go do to think that somebody couldn't slide in and slip them some type of medication, which have been caused, have been known to cause crazy thoughts and behaviors. It seems to me completely logical. And the government was talking about doing, doing mind manipulation stuff 60, 70, 80 years ago. So to think that they haven't perfected it by now, they can create a synthetic mRNA that can go in your body and move proteins around and all the rest. They can't yet. They, you don't think that they can convince people to do crazy things or believe they're another gender or whatever else seems, or, uh, or seems spot on to me or school shootings. Sure. This will make you feel 100%. better. 100%. That's all. The, if, you, if they can do this to Kanye West, what can you do to a kid? What can you make Correct. a kid fucking do? And people exactly. go nuts and they push back. Like, people play video games. Hate when I say this, but if you look at video games, how many of these shooters played violent video games and were on medications? And a lot of these guys went to very controversial uh, programs. Like the kid at the Parkland shooting was very but controversial program. I, I also like you think said, they but, know about all of them already. But I, I also... I also think that they find kids that are super into fucking Call of Duty, so they can pin that on them as well. Of like course, I, I don't, because I mean, a lot of play, a yeah. lot of us play Call of Duty and shit. And I mean, I think, but I just Do think you play Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, not like crazy. No, but, but I mean, we all played, but not once have been like, oh, dude, I need a real gun and go. Like, nah, I think I really yeah. do think is they pick these kids that they look like, like Johnny says, incels. They're fucking. They have a couple I do pictures that, about that though. The vibe. I mean, I do wonder what because you, you can't say that it doesn't do anything images of violence on a kid you know what i mean well i mean think about when you watch porn all you want to do when you really hook up is do some weird porno shit and when right you, and when the line between reality and fiction is kind of blurred as a kid you know imagination is real that kind of thing it hey, look at this wanna... look at this rap i mean if you uh, it seems to be if you sing about getting shot you end up yep. getting shot yeah but it's like he was saying they they all these people they knew about them already a lot of them they put yeah. into place. I believe that, or they at least let it happen. And yes. Many. I mean, how how many times do we find out that they let these things happen? No, I That's right. I, I concur, man. So, uh, I think it. I think it, this is all part of these psychological operations. So, uh, so this guy, he, you know, he's a famous. He's a famous. Um, a trainer, which is kind of crazy that he was Canadian military and involved in psychological operations, but suddenly he comes to L.A. and, oh, man, he's got all of these people, uh, all these celebrities. Now, here's the crazy thing. Right after Kanye tweets this, suddenly you go to his Wikipedia page, it doesn't list who, he, who he's taking care of, right? <laughs> but somebody saved a list. And there's some crazy names on here, some crazy people. I mean, we're going to go through some of the names. We'll see, like, how many people have had weird meltdowns, weird shit. Lady Gaga, Kim them. Kardashian, yeah. Kanye West, Megan Fox is drinking blood, Amy Schumer. Listen, dude, the fact that you had Amy Schumer and your trainer and she looks like that, you're not doing a very good job. <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Uh, sorry, she's a heifer, bro, and I can't stand her. What she did, the, this is Sam speaking. Uh, what she did to my friend is disgusting. Um, Mac Miller, I Mac mean, he Miller, away. and then the list that is not her. Guess who else she worked with? Britney, um, Spears. No, the one Spears. that, Griner? yo, Britney Spears, right? She he worked with Britney Spears, and who, who's the one that committed suicide? Murphy, Britney Murphy. 
No, I don't know if she worked with. I don't no. know if he worked she with Britney Spears. I don't think she committed suicide. I think she. Uh, I think she like overdosed. Oh yeah, overdose. But Mac Miller yeah. overdosed for sure. Right. I mean, he killed Fentanyl. himself. So no, wait up. Didn't didn't she die from some? From she OD'd. I don't think she OD'd because she was with her husband or her husband that was then dating his his. Her. Yeah, it was like it was like something else. It was like they said it was like toxic something or other in the walls. Yeah, yeah, pneumonia, pneumonia with secondary factors like of iron deficiency, anemia, and multiple drug intoxication. Yeah. Like she literally could have gone to the hospital and not died. Is what everyone was saying. If she would have just gone to the hospital, if her husband would have took her. They said that the husband wanted her to die to keep her loot. Yeah, that's that's uh, that whole story is suspect, and there's some documentaries about that as well, and like how her, I believe the husband died very shortly thereafter yeah. of the same of the same thing oh. as well, um, and the and the mom I think they said was kind of suspect. Oh, and the mom ends up uh, in the same bed grieving with uh, yeah. her in laws, which is weird. You don't you don't grieve in the same bed, right? Exactly. I mean, it, it would fall perfectly in line. And, you know, what happens in Hollywood? Because, again, it's like, again, how do you control the world, right? You control the thought distribution, you control the ideas. Well, Hollywood is the epicenter of thought distribution of, of, of do as don't do as I say, do as I do. They show you what they do. And, and that's and people are supposed to take their cues in movies and television and whatever else in all the tabloids. So it's like to control these people, you know, Kanye West is more powerful than the president of the United States when you really Really think about it these big celebrities have more power and authority and pull than any of the politicians ever do your justin bieber's of the world could say something and move mountains a whole lot more than your average everyday politician could justin bieber could change the way that people think around the entire earth it's like joe biden's only gonna be able to convince so many people and any person under him is only gonna be able to convince so many Justin Bieber could convince people all over the planet, especially the youth. So they know that they have to have control over Hollywood. They know that they have to anoint people in or not. They get them at a young age and they say, if you sell your soul, if you do these things, you'll get money, riches, and power and fame for the rest of your life and your family will be taken care of forever. And what they don't tell them on the other side of that is as soon as you no longer become useful to our game, we will destroy you, chew you up, spit you out, make you out to be an insane person and ruin your life. And that's exactly why we see all of them have these meltdowns. They put these yes men or whoever in their, in control of their life. And then you have what happened to Britney Spears, for example. She had handlers at the very beginning. And there's some interesting documentaries about that situation as well. And I would imagine that that's pervasive throughout Hollywood and throughout all of these, uh, throughout all these actors and, and cultural leaders, because they know that if they say something that goes against the establishment, a lot of people will think differently more so than the politicians yeah i mean this 100 percent confirms what what we in the truth community have been saying forever is that there are handlers people have yeah. handlers so, so so we're establishing that personal trainer isn't a personal trainer well it's in just... this instance that there's it's possible that he he had some influence on people. I mean, if you go, you keep going down, Johnny, where it says, uh, regardless of Haley's worked as a scientist for two years at the DRDC Toronto on defense, defiance research and development, Cana development Canadians military research station sort of stuff is what sort of stuff is research at the D. RDC, human systems integration, social and psychological factors that affect the resolution of conflict, psychology, psychology of ma malicious intent, social and cultural fact factors influencing behavior, literal psyops. 
Yeah. And, and that last you, part's not a quote, to be clear. Literal psyops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. I, I appreciate you did that, honestly. So if you go down one more, it, he basically says, "This is here's uh, Harley Pastnik, whatever his name is, in his own words, working for the military. I wasn't governed by... What's that? It's, yep. it's actually in it. I mean, they have... Yeah. And when you say to have him as my graduate advisor... And the area of that I was interested in was how drugs and food affect muscular performance. And well, when you say drugs, are that like performance enhancing drugs? Are they all, all kinds of drugs? Oh, right. Okay. So uh, working for the military, I wasn't governed by the same laws that the typical person was. So I could look at the impact of certain drugs that are not that are not everyday things. So we looked at a drug called modafinil, okay. which was for oh. narcoleptics. Okay. So if you give a soldier this. Um, drug, I'm uh, with that drug. Actually, how long could they stay awake for without uh, like truck having any health detriment? <laughs> is, is that used now as a, one of these <laughs> brain drugs? I've, I've, I've heard the name before somewhere. Yeah, so it's uh, it's very interesting. Modafinil, it will they call it the smart, keep you smart awake, pills, but it's not a stimulant. Really? Tim so Ferriss a special forces a person has to stay awake for... Three nights. Anyway, that's like I think the main part was the beginning. Okay. Well, think, think about like, it's isn't that so perfect? Like, think about like if you if you're in a if you're trafficking a person, like for in the in the sex trafficking game, it's like they'll get a person, they'll like inject them with heroin, for example, or make them reliant on some drug so that they're completely spaced out, and then they can control them and get them to do whatever they want, even if they're not handcuffed to a bed. And I and it's disgusting and a sick and twisted world out there, but it seems to me like that's a, a common thing that happens. Well, think about this trainer. You're a Hollywood. You're a person that's in Hollywood, and he says. I'm going to make your body right so that you can be an action movie star. Just drink the protein that I say and, and take this medication. It's going to help your muscles do such and such and such. I got a personal trainer many years ago, and he said, buy this, buy this, uh, buy this L-carnitine, drink this type of protein, drink this type of BCAAs. I didn't know any better. That's the personal trainer. It's a, it's a, a doctor or a person of some type of authority. They're in great shape. You say, all right, I want to be healthy. I'll follow your, I'll follow your guidance. So if this guy is the Hollywood guy and he's been anointed by the powers that be, he says, take this medicine. It's going to make your body right. Take this medicine. It's going to make your mind right. Do these things. And I'll pass it along to all the studio heads that I'll, t and I'll tell them how great you've been doing. And then you'll get the job. Then you'll get the gigs. Then you'll have the body to be in an action movie or whatever. You'll get rid you'll get famous you'll be good forever and then how easy would it be for him to dose those people or for him to not tell them what would happen if they were to be taken off of it he could engineer how they could become insane in the public eye and once you have them hooked on whatever it is now you have control over them in perpetuity so it's like you anoint this guy all you got to do now is poison the guy's brain all this guy has to do all you all the powers that be have to do is make sure that this dude is the steward of their game they make sure he gets paid and it's again it's all the way up the chain of people collecting the good boy points this guy chooses he wants to be a merchant of the darkness and he goes and he infects the thousand people underneath him and then when it comes time for election and he's got somebody under his thumb or whomever you have somebody like a billy eilish going out there and making a video and saying go vote for john fetterman and it's like you think billy eilish is thinking about that no she's collecting her good boy points her her personal trainer or whoever else told her to go do it and they said oh by the way you do this we're going to make sure you're on snl performing your song next week we're going to make sure you get this stadium show or this stadium tour you're going to get rich you're going to get famous just follow along and if you don't look what happened to kanye 
look what happened to Kyrie. You wouldn't want that to happen to you, would you? I completely agree. And you don't think it's that clear, but it really is. It's either you play along or you don't. I see happening comedy on such a lower level, too. It's just such a lower level. And it's crazy, dude. The way people don't, oh, I'm going to get canceled. You're not that important. But they just play ball and they virtual signal. And they're like, hey, dude, look at me, man. I'm going on the road with a trans comedian. I'm playing ball. My my uh, my my opener's gay. <laughs> I mean, well, then as Kanye, what do you do now? Because they canceled all his shows. All his stadium shows are canceled. So does he do small venues like us? I think Does he, he hit up if us. I was him, <coughs> I would chill. Well, dude, he showed up. At, I mean, you heard last week he showed mm-hmm. up at Skechers HQ just unannounced through the camera crew trying to work out a deal with Skechers, start making shoes there, and he was escorted from the premises. So, so. I would have took it at Skechers. When was the last of time you Of course you should take it yeah. at your Skechers. <laughs> Someone will take a, a flyer on him, I and they so. will reap the rewards. Yes. And, the man's a genius. And what, they, what, what all these people are doing is just the Streisand effect. I mean yeah. – you look at like the, the you he's more po- famous than he's ever been. He's, right. he's dude. He's like he's humongous right Republicans now. Republicans know him now. Like he's humongous, man. And like a lot of people, it's just that the, it is the exposing of the hypocrisy of cultural Marxism, and people are waking up to it more and more, and they're starting to see this kind of like, you know, whether it's it's Antifa. Or, uh, you know, all the BLM people at ESPN and TNT and NBA radio who are, like, pushing a narrative. And even though all this information's come out that they, the people they were supporting were full of shit and did a lot of damage to their community, they just keep moving forward because it's not really about that. It's about what you're saying, good old boy, good boy points. And they're being exposed for that. And at some point, there's going. I mean, right now, the reason we don't have a Brazil situation is because people have it so good here. But if they keep chipping away at it, it's going to get bad. And people are going to get hungry. And people are going to wonder how they're going to be able to pay their rent as we allow this greed to keep happening. And these, these landlords just keep jacking rents. Nobody can afford them. That's downtown. Mm-hmm. That's downtown. Some people can't. Li- some people are living in tents, and others are paying thirty two hundred for a lot. And they lived yeah. in. They live on the same block. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, dude. And it's starting yeah. to fucking happen. And Kanye and 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 Kyrie and Alex Jones are just the beginning of people really, really, really starting to wake up to that. There's so much hypocrisy out there and that it's all meant to divide and conquer it's 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 interesting because they you know it's like they chip away until people push back then they lay off for a minute then they keep chipping away but they never stop going in the direction that they want i think i saw a couple days ago david ike I believe got banned from entering Europe. They say he's like a danger to the state or something like no that. No way. That, yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. not allowed. Not allowed in Europe. Like next, that's like the next level of censorship where it's like you can't move here now and you could become a prisoner Social in the world without any walls at all. And it's like, isn't that isn't that so perfect? First it's him, then it would be Jones. Oh, you can't fly on a plane. You can't go to these countries. And it's like, wouldn't if they're going to do it to David Icke and they can get away with it, what's to say they couldn't do that to Kanye? What's to say they couldn't do that to us? 
And the well, reality is, is that they can. They're just trying to, they're like one at a time. First, it was like banned Alex Jones from all social media. It was like, this is, this has never been, this has never happened before. Now they can do that with anybody. Now that you say that, I don't think Alex Jones can fly. I wouldn't be oh, like he can. No, he can. But just imagine him trying to get on a plane. What do you mean? Uh, the, the people talking shit, just the, the, how I would feel for him to get on a plane. Like I, it's, bet it's people, it's, I bet people walk up to him and shake his hand. Some honestly. people. I, I, don't, I bet he doesn't get it. And that. that's what I mean by credit social score. Like, they're, in a way, he is not wanted on planes. Like, in a way, right. he has to fucking drive to wherever he's got to go now because does he want to get harassed? Yeah, but I don't yeah. think that I don't think he's got to worry about regular people. He's got to worry about the authorities banning him from yeah. flight. No, I don't. Well, well they I, can imprison you. They can imprison you without imprisoning you. They can make something happen without making it happen themselves. And like nine eleven is like a probably the most widespread example. It's like they may not have done it, but they could have allowed it to happen or facilitated an environment where it could happen or whatever. No oh, they did it. I mean, they, they did. did. The looming <laughs> power is evidence of that. They did. They, they. I mean, dude. That's why they had to get George Bush and and uh, Dick Cheney in. They the wheels were m- moving forward. The date was set. It was it was an occult ritual based on Alistair Crowley's numbers, and it was set. And they needed him in. And even though even though Al Gore is a fucking puppet, he wasn't on the card. With Dick Cheney. It wasn't about George Bush. It was about getting Dick Cheney in to mastermind and pull the levers, make sure Norid was scrambled, and all that stuff from the inside. It wasn't that Al Gore was a good guy. It was that they, they needed to have Dick Cheney in the White House to orchestrate everything, and this was all planned. They've been doing this forever. Israeli mm-hmm. art students were in that building for four fucking years. Like, you, you want to? That's not anti anything. It's just like it's governments, bro. It's governments, man. And that's what that's what happened. And they, but this gets into what we're, we're talking about. It's like it. They have to manifest for us. They have to get us to manifest them, giving them permission to do what they want to do. If not, they can't do it. I mean, they would love to be in war with Iran right now. They would love to be in war in, with Russia right now in Ukraine, and nobody's into it. They can't get us to Kosa, and they could, and, and, and they're right now going, oh, dude, we got boots on the ground. I mean, we're pretty much in it. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. you might as well let us do it. We got boots on the ground. No, man, we don't want to do it. You know, oh, dude, nuclear war. I mean, something's I mean, you got no, man. We don't want to do it. We don't want they. They would go if they if they could. Whatever they follow, these stupid fucking rules they made up, these occult rules, of that they need our permission to go do it, and we're not giving it to them. And that's why I sit there and go, nuclear war ain't happening. It's all scare tactics, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion. I could be wrong, and we'll come back, and we'll fucking play the tape of me being an idiot saying it, but... We'd be dead. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'd I'd love to play that back. You should say that, but, I mean, you have people in the government now talking about how we can win a nuclear war. Like, you know, it used to be, you know, there can't be a nuclear war. It's like the prophet Eddie Bravo says, okay? They got to get you to believe it, and once you believe it, you're, you're fucking stuck. Okay, so they want you to believe it. They got to get that's the manifest like when they did with AIDS. Right. They're like, oh, dude, look at these gay guys. 
they're getting this anal disease. They're like, oh, stupid gay dudes and your your gay disease. Thank God I'm straight, you know, because I can't get it. And then they're like, oh, dude, this chick just got it. And she's straight. Now you believed it was real because you believe gay guys get it. Now you're trapped. Now you believe that AIDS is a real thing and you're going to fuck. Now you're stuck and they got you. Now you got to work hard. They got you, right? So now it's like the same thing with war, dude. Ah, dude. You know, it's the same thing with Alex Jones, man. Once you accept the the social credit score of a billion dollars or a trillion dollars on Alex Jones, that cartoon number, once you accept that, <laughs> then he, then it when they come around for the people you like, you're fucked. And they make yeah. it seem like Putin is the one that to press the button. I mean, he does press the button, but it goes through a couple people. So those other people got to be in tune with Putin as in, hey, let's fuck the world. I'm over it. So it goes through a couple people before it gets fucking sent out. I don't believe that. I, I Listen, I make no illusions of Putin being a good guy, right? I make no illusions of it. But I don't think he's the problem here. That's my opinion. I think, once again, the country that has waged war on everywhere is the instigator, which is mm. us and, and England, Britain. Britain. We're, it's, we're master blaster, bro. We're the big, dumb retard, and they're the little guy on top of us going, we're going to kill you. That's Britain. Britain's like, yeah, destroy him. We're like, Hulk smash. That's, that's how it goes. What, Johnny? That's just funny. I think that's hilarious. I'm thinking of that. That's just the truth. That's just how yeah, that's it goes. That's a cartoon, right? That's a little, that's a t-shirt right there. So listen, Bobby, I want to apologize to you because we opened up with me just yelling and screaming, and you just wanted to talk. About inflation, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, no, so it's I, all just good. Want, I just want everybody to know those those are Sam's opinions, and um, whether Bobby believes in them or not, it's he. That was just my opinion, and I'm going to have you back if you come back, and we'll we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Because <laughs> no, it's all good. No, I appreciate it. I thank you so much for having me, and you know, I think that that's the. That's the best part of life is being challenged. It's like it would have been easier to talk about those topics, but instead we talked about things that are a little more challenging, a little bit more dicey, and uh, I think that that's a good thing. So I appreciate the challenge, and I'm happy to come back, and I appreciate you know you having me on. And and I just want to make this last thing clear. I am, I I am a worshiper and a follower of Christ consciousness, and that we're all connected. So when I do these rants, it's not saying a group is a problem. I don't believe in that. I believe 99% of everybody is just wonderful, loving people who just want to make a, pay their bills, have a laugh, get a drink on, get laid once in a while, and be happy. Okay? And it's all groups. Whether it's Judaism, Islam, Christianity, Catholics are a little weird, but that's fine. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is it's like it's all love. And it, there's these elites that use this, these these religions as shelter, as shields and masks to walk amongst us and get us to defend them when we have more in common with each other than you have with them. So that's what I'm trying to say. So don't get anything mistaken. I'm a I'm a lover of everybody, and it's all Abrahamic religions all saying the exact same thing. And I don't think those groups run as one and want to do anything so one more time bobby where can they find you 
BobbySauce.com is everything me. Go to BobbySauce.com. BobbySauce.com. You're a fucking G, buddy. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you just let me yell at first, and then uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm not really that weird, but uh, <laughs> you're always welcome back. And uh, I love you guys very much. Let's uh, let's slip with Bobby. T- uh, I love you guys very much. Please go buy tickets. I got shows. Um, we got shows going. Um, I'm in Kansas City this weekend. Then I have uh, Comedy Chaos brought to you by Absolute Extract. Then I'm at the um, the rec room with this guy. And then I'm in Ventura. Grab your tickets now. Grab them. Because if I don't sell tickets, we don't come back. Grab your tickets. We love you guys very much. Thank you for your support. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack.